Loaded bases. Rob Friedman, how's it going? I'm doing well. How are you? Hey, I am doing great. I uh, I took off a little bit of work to do this and very much well worth it to talk to you. This is way better than work, right? I mean, you got it. Dude, uh, I would take this in a heartbeat. I mean, <laughs> technically, I'm I'm still getting paid till five, so I can say that this is my job. Exactly, and I won't tell anybody that you work with that anything else. So it's uh... deal. That works for me. So, Rob, what do you do? What is your uh, hat that you wear in the baseball industry? That's a great question. I think I'm a uh, coach, social media guy, um, stuff like that. I mean, I Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, um, analyze pitching, do stuff for MLB Network. ESPN, MLB, um, and just generally that type of stuff. Say all the above. You do, all of the above. You do everything content related. I do. I am a I'm a content creator, Mason. Hey, you are a influencer. <laughs> I am. I think that's what they call it. I think so. So how did you get the name Pitching Ninja? How is how is that your uh nickname? So I kind of well. I, when I was coaching, um, I coached a lot of tra travel teams in, uh, in East Cobb, coached high school. Um, it's not my real job. I'm actually originally a lawyer. But lawyer. yeah, Ooh. we'll get into I that, hear about if that if you too. want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to hear all of it. Really exciting stuff being a lawyer, I'll tell you. But uh, <laughs> my, my wife is half Japanese. My son's a quarter Japanese. My son was pitching. And Originally, they wanted to call him the ninja, and he was like, I don't like it. And I'm like, well, dude, I am the ninja because I'm the one teaching everybody, yeah. um, and and I will take that nickname. So when I got on Twitter, I I uh, got Pitching Ninja, and the rest is history. So yeah, how how did you get into the content cre creating? Oh, um, so I read... Lord knows I didn't want to do this. Um, so I, <laughs> I was coaching for years and basically said, you know, one day I'm not going to coach. And I, and I was lucky enough, um, you know, on, on internet message boards, uh, made some really good friends who were, I mean, now they're like with major league uh, organizations. Yeah. And Kyle Bodie was one of my friends on uh, message boards and, and, uh, you know, Ben Brewster at Tread Athletics, mm -hmm. um, Lance Wheeler, who uh, is baseball think tank. And then even Matt Blake on Twitter um, was part of our group, the Yankees pitching coach. But um, and Alan Jager, too. So a lot of guys that I'd ask questions on. And that's part of the background of being a lawyer is I ask a lot of questions. I like yeah. figuring out like not the marketing spiel, but I like to dig deeper than that. You like and, the details of things. Yeah, like it has to make sense. And I have to be able mm -hmm. to explain it to somebody. So I want to know, and I'm not afraid to ask questions. Um, so I started, I asked a lot, um, learned a lot myself by dissecting video um, and, and as I said, asking questions, being kind of obsessive about it. Because as a coach, I never wanted to teach bad stuff. Like I know no. what I was taught and I never like, and I wasn't any good. So I didn't want to teach that. Like I didn't have a bias towards what I was taught. <laughs> um, but anyway, so I learned all this stuff and I was like, you know, someday I'm not going to coach. And like, I don't, I don't want someone to have to go through the same pain in the butt journey that doesn't have access to these people that were nice enough to pass down their knowledge. Um, I, I was able to buy every single 
pitching gadget known to man. I didn't want people to have to make those mistakes and yeah. I wanted to help them sort through things that worked. So it was really that, like it was, it was a matter of really starting from the coaching angle to pass the game down to a next, next generation of coaches and players and to, to tear down barriers because people, you know, I'm lucky I had, you know, I did pretty well for myself in business and stuff. And there are a lot of people that don't get access to the game and it's an expensive game and coaches are expensive. And what I wanted to do was tear that down. And I did like, that's what I, that's how I started on, on social yeah. media, not to be this uh, big pitching ninja guy. That wasn't a thing. <laughs> but then somehow it happened. Yeah. Um, once I started realizing like MLB guys started liking and asking me questions and I was like, dude, you're in the major leagues and I'm sitting there in front of my computer. So, and coaching like high school kids, but they liked, the way I looked at stuff and they started mm -hmm. asking questions and I'm like, okay, maybe there's something here. And then it just kept growing and growing. Um, and you know, then it, then it became a thing. Like I, I just kept getting more and more street cred and then, then got a group <laughs> from there. And it was something that I never expected to happen at all. It was not a plan. At so all. Yeah. Let, let's, let's uh, back it up a little bit. So like when you were younger, like, like a little kid, like, were you always like a baseball guy? Yeah. Like I played every sport that was in season, but mostly yeah. a baseball. I mean, baseball was my favorite. Um, yeah. again, I wasn't great at it. I was, I can hold my own, but you know, it, it became obvious, like, especially in college that there is no way in hell that I was going to make the team at North Carolina. Um, so it was just like, just being a fan. Like I love the sport. Yeah. Um, and and that's really it like I, yeah baseball guy but i i played everything like you know even street hockey like that was fun oh yeah see i i tried i tried roller hockey i tried ice hockey i mean i've even tried like riding bulls and rodeos like i seriously even, did you oh, do yeah yeah wow yeah like i've actually ridden a bull in a rodeo my legs yeah. are made for that because they're like bent like this yeah, oh, it's perfect. Um, yeah, so it's perfect for bull riding. I just don't have the guts to do it. So you're oh, a better it, man than I. Uh, no, it, it it's it's a pretty dumb thing. I mean, I <laughs> I I actually broke my collarbone doing it. So oh, it was man. uh, yeah, I kind of. I mean, I've also broken a lot of bones in my body for surgery. So we're yeah, tried it all. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I haven't broken too much. So you're ahead of me on that. I'd say because knock on wood. Yeah, I'd say because now, I mean, like, as like the older I get now, the harder it is to heal. Yeah, and it probably hurts. Like, it's there's still probably things that yep that hurt. Uh, I mean, like, I wake up and I feel that I'm a lot older than I am, yeah, so I can't sucks. wait to be older. I feel like I'm younger than I am most of the time, but I, you know, sometimes you feel that. <laughs> well, that works though. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's better than. Like I, that's another thing that I think is important is like, I like to learn stuff and I like to yeah. like, there's not a, if I see someone with a really good idea or somebody that comes up with something and runs it, like, I think it's important to keep learning. Like it keeps yeah. you growing and, and young, but also make sure you're never left behind. Like everybody back in my day, they used to do this. And, and that's just such a lame way of going through life. Like, yearning yep. for the days where you know you, you were the man i just don't think that's a thing 
it's like back in the high school days. This is how it was done. Yeah, exactly. A little Napoleon Dynamite thing, Uncle Rico and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I was actually talking to a coworker about that show today. Oh, really? Like, you know what? like I'm gonna watch that tonight. What are the odds of that happening? Like I bring I don't that know. up See? and like that's, that's funny. Freaky. Yeah, that's See, so cool. how what is it? See it, it, so how I guess so you mentioned the lawyer. How yeah. okay, so how did you or how I guess how did you go about that? And then like how did how I go about that? that? So well, I mean what the law school okay, stuff. Okay, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> but like how did okay, I guess like so how do you put together your lawyer background into being the pitching ninja? You know, it really wouldn't make sense if you thought about it just in general. Um, but it was one of those things, like I think being a lawyer, number one, I'm able, like my thing, I taught legal writing too at uh, Emory mm. Law School. And my thing is I'm able to communicate very, very, a lot of complex stuff in short sentences. Like yeah. most people think of lawyers as people that write a lot and write crazy, you know, English major guys. And I always found the best writers were more engineering types. Mm -hmm. And I'm more of a math brain. Um, I grew up in a math family. My brother uh, was like a Stanford math uh, grad and uh, master's degree and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and my dad taught math for 35 years. So I really have that kind of mindset. And that thought process, I think being able to break things down simply helps with social media. Uh, so that's part of the background and to be able to break and see through crap. Like there's so much marketing. And I think some of it is people trying to separate other people from money. Other, other people yeah. like legitimately think they have an answer for a problem and they're trying their best, but it's, they get so sucked up in their own stuff that they don't, understand they're wrong and and i think being able to poke holes through stuff is useful the other thing is i have a photography background too you were um, you were all the hats no i wear all the hats and they all come together Dang. in this right like yeah it's, it, it's really cool do. um so it was like meant to be even though i had no idea what i was doing and i still not sure i have any idea what i'm doing like yeah um, i think you do <laughs> so I hope people like it. Like, I, I just want, like, to me, the biggest thing I can do is tear down barriers, but also grow the game. Like, I think the game, I think the people running the game, they've, they're so caught up in the day-to-day -day business that they don't really understand how to grow the game and yeah. what people love about it. And to me, they need people like you, they need people like me, um, they need people like John Boy, they need people like... Uh, you know, there's there's so many people in the foolish baseball does a great job. Yep. They need people in the industry that make the game entertaining. Maybe go deeper on some things, but bring in new fans. We need you know women in sports. Fantastic. Yep. We don't need old school guys saying, "I can't believe there's a woman manager." I can't believe that. Like, bring give me all of that. I think the the sport is big enough for everybody, and the only way it's going to be successful is by bringing those people in there. Just like, I mean. It, I mean, you see at least in in, in even MMA um, and yeah. WNBA, you have you have other like why isn't there there could be a women's baseball league, but also women can have any role. Like if somebody's good enough, I don't care what their background is, let them play. Hundred percent diversity is huge. It is, and that's what I'm and like I make for myself. Like my podcast, like I try and focus on like the deeper deeper parts of people like why they are and like what they do 
and I do a lot of, I mean, because I do a lot of like the minor leaguers and then I have guys like you on as well. And I like talking to the minor leaguers because they all have a different background and they are currently like in the grind. Exactly. And, and people need to hear those stories. They absolutely do. And, uh, yeah, the other thing I left out is I also was a, uh, I mean, I started a pretty good internet company too. And, uh, yeah. So like, I've done, I've done a lot of different things. Um, but this is the most fun of it. Like I've decided to focus mostly on this now mm -hmm. because I'd rather be known as pitching ninja than the guy who started my, my internet software company or a lawyer. Yeah. Like, what do you want to go down as? I'd rather go down as pitching ninja. Definitely. It's way cooler. That is the best name like that you've come <laughs> across. Uh, thank you. I would say, say like, so how often do you get guys in the major leagues like to ask you like for help on stuff? Pretty, uh, at least a few times a year. Like I, I don't say I'm busy with it, but it mm -hmm. happens decently regularly where someone says, Hey, can you get me this grip? Or what do you think about this pitch? Or sometimes it's just, you know, some of these guys and, and this is the thing that you probably hear from minor leaguers too. The game can be pretty lonely. Yep. Um, and some of these guys just want someone objective that isn't their coach. who's going to tell them what to do, but someone to bounce things off of that is more of a sounding board than a, you know, they feel, they feel like they can't ask their coach certain things. Yeah. Um, you Darvish, for example, did that. Like he asked me, um, about Shane Bieber's knuckle curve and stuff. So it, like he could have gone to his coaches, but he might've been told, you know what, dude, you don't need another pitch. You have, he has like pitches. You're yeah, right. I was going to say like, he has like 12 pitches. He does. That dude is wild. And he undercounts them too, because he has multiple cutters and multiple split. Like he can do so many different things. And I, I, when I, I interviewed him and I was like, dude, what you just described with your cutter and moving your thumb and stuff, you have like four different cutters too. He can change the velocity and break on it. So he's got so many different things that I guess as a coach, you're sitting there going, let's simplify things. But for him, he, he wants, wants to, it to be, yeah. yeah, he wants that. He needs weapons. It's like a painter that can only paint with, with five colors. He wants to paint with a hundred colors and make the painting exactly what he wants. Different people do different things. I mean, there's, because there's a quote from a uh from a song that I actually like and it's it was uh like i think it says good uh great painters weren't bo weren't born great great painters paint a lot and that's i feel that that's would be kind of like you darvish with all of his different pitches i think that's true and I, and i and and for when he first came up i think people tried to limit him like oh yeah. you know we're in the major leagues now this is what we do we throw, you know, these, let's simplify it. Let's get these pitches down perfectly. And that's what you're going to be. And I don't, it, certain pitchers' brains don't work that way. Certain pitchers do. Like maybe some, some people have to simplify, but he's not one of them. And say, if, if you had to choose one pitch from you, Darvish, that is your favorite pitch to see, what would it be? So he would say his cutter, but I actually really like his, I mean, his two seamers nasty when he, when he has it going right. Mm -hmm. um, and that combo of his two seamer and cutter, like I like combos of pitches yep. generally because it's hard to know in a vacuum, like a pitch may not look as great unless you pair it up with something. And I think those two pitches work together really well. Yeah. It, I, I, uh, I was down in Miami in 2018 for uh, spring training 
and uh, Charlie Morton was pitching. And I actually got a slow motion video of his uh, two seamer. And I, and I was like, this thing is absolutely nasty. And then, okay, then he threw what? Then he threw a off speed next. And then I had it also like on slow motion, and you cannot tell a difference. It, it, I mean, like his his like mechanics were exact. It absolutely nasty. Like the combos like that. And and his curveball is ridiculous. I mean, that knuckle yeah. curve he throws is it's won my uh, curveball of the year. I think three straight years now. And oh, it's really? not like I'm favoring him. It's like objectively, you could not give it to anybody else. Like he's that. You know, uh, he had one uh, a nutmeg curveball that went between a hitter's legs. Another yeah. that hit uh, Devers swung and it hit him in the thigh. And then, uh, and then last year he had one that basically killed a man. So it, it was, uh, you know, he just he deserves it. Like that dude's nasty. So yeah, if I guess like is that kind of, kind of brings up the question. So if you had to pick one pitcher that you think is just the most nastiest guy. Who would it be? Uh, it's current and past. I would say current pitcher that is that won my filthiest pitcher of the year award is is Blake Trinan. Um, I used to call him the witch. He didn't like it because he just didn't like it. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but he like his stuff. I don't understand how the ball moves out of his hand the way it does. Like he's it's insane. No sticky stuff. No anything. He's just objectively the filthiest pitcher uh at least last year um i yeah. love jordan hicks i think jordan yep. hicks with his yeah. i mean everything's turbo everything and it moves a ton um i can't wait to see him back i love shohei pitching um yeah. and and when he came up like this isn't new this is like it, i followed him in japan i knew he would like i still think he's a better pitcher than a hitter um, even though it's gotten pretty hard to argue that, <laughs> but, uh, he's, uh, like his stuff is disgusting. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then like historically, I mean, Pedro overall for Arsenal is yeah. hard to beat. Um, Greg Maddox is always fun just because yeah, he didn't throw ridiculously hard, but his pitches moved insanely. Um, so those two guys really stand out. As a matter of fact, this thing behind me up there is made yep. out of a hundred Greg Maddox cards. Oh really? Yeah, behind the glass. It's pretty. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I see. I, I've I've been trying to see Otani pitch. Uh, I guess pretty much all last season. Like, cause I live, so I live up in Central Washington State, and and then the Angels come up to Seattle, and then I've tried to watch him pitch up there, and then also uh, I took my girlfriend down to L.A. like for games, like just to try and see him pitch, but we would miss it by like one day every single time. Yeah. Yeah. You got to see rough. it. Yeah. And it's with him. It's crazy too, because you know, he's obviously known for his splitter, but dude yeah. throws triple digits and his yeah. slider is filthy too. Like he doesn't get enough credit for that slider of his, uh, and he, just his mannerisms on the bump and his ability when he's in a bad situation. Like if, if, if he's, you know, runners on or something to ratchet his game up a little bit. It's, it's unlike anybody else. Um, like he can take his game up a whole other level and he's freakishly coordinated, freakishly strong and moves really well. So he's just so much fun. Like it's, it, he's a great dude to watch. He's, he's easily like on my top five. Yeah, he should be. I think, I mean, he is the, the, 
first international GQ cover. We have to, we have to give him credit for that one. Yeah, absolutely. The face so, of baseball. Oh, easily. Yeah. I mean, I think that is that is determined by almost everyone. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things that you can't name it. Like, it, it, you can't anoint him. Basically, everybody anointed him. Like, it, yeah. it just came naturally because he's just. It's something about the way he carries himself. Um, he seems like a good dude. He seems uh, to enjoy the game a ton. And yeah. it's obvious from everything he does. And he also has this confidence about him that you can see come out every once in a while. So, uh, yes, yeah, it's it's it's, uh, it's great to have a guy like that in the game. Oh, every single time. So I guess like I guess what is what's your end goal? So like what's your main goal like for Pitch Ninja? Or I mean like, or is it just for hobby hobby right now just to have fun? I, yeah, I don't like. I don't set really goals and stuff like that. I I try to do, try to get better every day. It's almost like being a player, weirdly. Yeah. Um, and and it's what I've told players, is you just try. If you try to get better every day, eventually good things happen. And and I don't have a goal at all. Uh, my goal is to continue to be a positive influence in the game, and to influence as many people as possible. Um whether it be through anything like any social media um even like i love when people wear my gear i still like if i someone sends me a picture of it or a kit like there are christmas cards where people are all wearing pitching ninja hats and shirts yep. and stuff and i'm like that it means a lot to me because it means that i'm having an impact on the game and helping grow it and maybe people that once didn't pay attention to pitching now watch it because of, you know, hey, this is going to be on Pitching Ninja. That stuff is cool to me, and it will never, if that gets old, then I won't do this anymore. Like, I, I do that. I don't have to do this. I do yeah. this because it's what I wake up every day wanting to do. And if I stopped wanting to do it, then I wouldn't. So that's why I don't set a goal. Like, I don't yeah. want to be, what would I want to be? Um, that is true. Yeah. I want to be the best pitching account on social media. I think I think you have that right now. Yeah. I so think. there, what what's my next goal? Like, I don't want to be hitting ninja. Your your next goal is is, is to be like the best baseball account, top top the pitching. We can get yeah. baseball account on there. Yeah, but what like I I don't. How do you beat? Like, I will never branch out to hitting. So like, if if you like uh, yeah, pitching, true. that's all that matters. And and I and I would like to think I'm the top guy. If you like pitching, if you like hitting, sorry, don't follow me. <laughs> yeah, because I I actually ordered uh, a pitching ninja shirt today. So awesome. Yeah, that should I don't I, I don't know when it'll be here, but like when it is, I'll take a picture of it. I'll send it to you. Great. Like I, yeah, absolutely, man. I, 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 again, I love that. I have every pitching ninja shirt, as you might imagine. And my wife gets mad. It's like all on my floor and everything upstairs. I don't (laughs) even have room for them anymore, but it's so cool to like, I never want to not have one. Well, yeah. I mean, you are the pitching ninja. I think, I think you should be uh, wearing all pitching ninja. I should. And I am right now. Like, Get my hat. Yeah, you are. Thing. This thing, these are going to be available soon. We're going to do performance gears. So what I want to do, my next goal is to expand more into performance gear. So pitchers, you know, MLB guys are wearing my pitching ninja shirt either in post-game conferences or under their jerseys and stuff. Yeah. Figure I might as well get some performance stuff that they can wear, like you know, more sweatshirts or pullovers or or just performance, 
you know, long sleeves and stuff like that. So yeah, that's the next thing I'm going to do just to help. Like I want pitchers to have an identity. I want it to be like, almost like uh, if you think of salt life, for example, or something like that, that represents a thing like yeah. pitcher pitching can be a lonely thing. And it's, and, and being a baseball parent of a pitcher can be a lonely thing. Cause when your kid's pitching, it's scary as anything. Like, cause you have no control. It's way different if you're pitching than if your kid is. Uh, so they need, like, it's a whole big, it's bigger than just the players. It's, it's everything around them. Um, so the more I can grow that and have it be, when you think of pitching, think of this, this baseball with the, with the uh, ninja bandana on it. Um, that would be awesome. Like, I think that's cool. I, I don't know. I don't know what I want to do, man. Hey, well, there, <laughs> hey, the, the world is your oyster. Thank you. Is, I appreciate that. You can do anything. Well, before we wrap it up, I have to get a picture with you. Absolutely. So, so you post it. Should I pose or is that a longhorn? I don't know what it is. It's just rock <laughs> on, thumbs up. Perfect. Awesome. Well, Rob. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me on. This is great, yeah, dude. I am I am very thankful to have you on. And if you ever need anything, just let me know. I mean, uh, I see this little uh, this mugs back there. I like that. I have oh, yeah. one. I have two pitching ninja ones sitting right next to me. Yep, I got my them. I got my dugout mugs there, and yeah, they're, they're they're really good guys, and they do a great job. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm a big they fan. Do amazing. All right, well, have a great night. Cool, dude. See you later, man. See ya.